You say Jamaica, I say Jamaica. Let's call this whole coalition off. Must be time again for the news des Nachrichtens with me, Drew Portnoy, and Konrad Werner from the Ex-Berliner. Hello, and welcome to the news des Nachrichtens. I am Drew Portnoy. I'm here with uh, my partner, as always, Konrad Werner. Hello. Sorry, I'm a little nervous about my recorder. We're here tonight. I just did a gig. I just did uh, 15 minutes, 20 minutes on stage, I was told. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're still buzzing. As yeah. The adrenaline's still flowing. Or the beer that I'm drinking after the gig. Yeah. Are you excited? How did it go? It seemed all a bit um, um, a bit RTL to me. Bumpy. I, I wasn't RTL, was I? No. You were your charming self. Good. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm always my charming self. With your hat, you had a hat. You had a you had a joke about how you looked like a woman on the street. I did. That's my opening joke. Yeah. Did that really happen to you? That did not happen to me. And that's a very old joke. Sometimes you think of a joke, and then you realize it's probably been done about six thousand times. And then you Google and you find out they've been doing it since nineteen thirty three. Since the uh, since the uh, since Hitler was. Uh, uh, it is uh, funny uh, that I picked that date. Yeah. Uh, since nineteen twenty five. Since nineteen twenty five. Okay. But I always feel my my policy is the jazz you, age. If you thought of it, if you came up with it, even if somebody else did as well, it's okay. It's still yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Are you comfortable in that chair? Are you okay in that chair? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just right. running, I'm just looking for a position, but I'm fine. What's been going on in Conrad's life? What's Conrad doing? Uh, I'm doing therapy. Are you doing therapy? Like psychotherapy, psychotherapy. and physiotherapy. I'm doing all the therapies. <laughs> And I've got a whole, I'm a whole range. I'm, ge- I'm being fixed. I'm on the right. I'm not on the path to um, self-development. You know. You know, my father at 72 called me and told me that he was starting therapy. Psycho or physio? Psycho. Okay. Over the age of 50, I think you're always in physical therapy. It's just a. It's yeah. not. It's no longer therapy. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's really good, though. It's lovely. Physical I mean, the therapy. physiotherapy is amazing. I, I wish I'd done it slide earlier. Do you know what you can also do? Exercise, because that's all it really is, is movement. Yeah, but it's exercise, but um, you get like a, a, a lovely strong man. <laughs> who, um, now we're getting to the... Who pummels you. He like, he like you know, he treats you right. He's, hard, he's firm but fair. Does he take you out for dinner? No, but he, he goes like, he goes like, right. I had a problem with my Achilles tendon. And uh, he was always like, he, he said, like, right, come here. And he, um, he like, he flipped me over <laughs> onto my stomach. And uh, I don't really like where this is going, uh, but I'll stick with it for a minute. He, he like, he, he got his oil out. No, I'm really glad. <laughs> he got okay. his special oil, and uh, he just like started digging his thumbs into into my You're calf. Into my calf. Oh, your calf. My whole calf muscle and my sole of my foot. And he was like, he was like, this, this, this is feast order. He was he, like, this, this will hurt. He was dressed the whole time, right? Yeah, we were all dressed. Okay. No, it was like a, it was, of a, it was, it was sexual but non-sexual. You know, it was like the sex was in the air, but it was like a non-sexual. The best kind of sex. Yeah, you, you know, it's like it was the, the the anticipation, and um, he was like very. And he just like just imagine a strong man's thumbs going into your and like sep- into your leg and separating all the muscles out. 
and you have it really hurt it really hurt like it was proper physiotherapy it was like it, it, you need the pain you know you and then he like he, he got the eye and he and he like he enjoyed it a little bit he enjoyed hurting me do you feel like do you feel like this is how the greens feel in the current uh, coalition government negotiations yeah that's like what i was gonna say actually yeah, really that was gonna be your metaphor your joke <laughs> no but, was, but I'm glad that it's good that you said it. We both came up with the same joke at the same time. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, well, it's like we're, we're symbiotically it belongs uh, to both of us related. Um, yeah, good point. Yeah. So why? in that situation, I was like the Green Party. And why? What's happening in the Green Party? Well, they they are having to compromise all their uh, principles about you know like protecting their environment or whatever, so just so they can they can have a little bit of power. So they're it has Nick to be, Clegg, it has to be said, in in all the negotiations and all the there aren't really leaks. People are actually talking about the negotiations. The Green Party, the only ones who said they'll compromise, they they said they don't want uh, a set date for when combustion motors uh, have to end, when we can't have combustion motors anymore. Or it was a diesel. Yeah, yeah, but combustion engines are diesel and petrol. So when they they didn't want a set date for that anymore, and when they went in the election, they said we're going to have a set date, yeah. twenty thirty, no more. That was going to be not not negotiable, but then it was negotiable, and now it is negotiable. There's one other thing that they said they were willing to negotiate on. Oh, um, the climate goals, meeting the climate goals by twenty twenty or twenty twenty five. Yeah, they said that, that is still not negotiable, but they probably. I mean, Germany's not going to meet those climate goals anyway. But it's weird they, that we're, we're, we're losing. The only way we could meet those climate goals is if we shut down all the coal power stations now, and then that's not going to happen. But that's my, my point is the Greens are the only ones who've come out and said we're willing to compromise. Lintner from the FDP, the Free Democrats, the pro-business Free Democrats, as us journalists are right every time. He yeah. came out and why said... Why don't you... Why, I always write neoliberal. Oh. Am, am I, I allowed to write that? I think because we write for an American audience, we assume that means nothing to them. It does, actually, it does not because an America liberal means left wing. Yeah, but neoliberal is very, it's, that's like a, a thing, isn't it? No? To I us, that, write, write neoliberal. That sounds like somebody who makes his own granola. <laughs> <laughs> like he's is not it? just eating granola, he's making it. He's like choosing the cranberries and the yeah. and he's like and the oats and he's like, and he does know. not use coconut oil like most granola makers. Like my physiotherapist, I think he probably scrapes the oil off of his nose and uses that instead. Yeah, so, so that that's is what, the FDP. that's why we don't say neoliberal because to Americans it makes no sense. So we say pro business. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I it mean the CDU is also pro business. Yeah, yeah, I know it's dumb. Anyway, everyone's pro business. Lindner, the head of the yeah neoliberal free democrats who are also pro business came out and said fine you know what if i don't get my way we'll just have new elections we just yeah. won't have a coalition government yeah and what did Merkel say she said okay she did not she said stop it people everybody stop talking let's come let's come up with a coalition government okay what's your prediction are we going to have a coalition government yeah i mean there's no other option the spd aren't going to be in the government are they do you know why i asked you that question why i have a theory about the other option what is your theory? My theory is the other one. Uh, Schultz, gone. They fire Schultz yeah. from the SPD. Sorry. Martin Schultz, head of the SPD. They fire him. I don't think... I don't know if the people listening to the podcast can hear the clapping in the background. There's a better comedian on stage right now than I was. <laughs> anyway, um, nah. they fire Martin Schultz from the SPD, right? Yeah. Then they get Olaf Schultz from Hamburg. Yeah. Who... Other, other news in Germany, this whole week Olaf Scholz has been campaigning to become the head of the SPD. Yeah, but he's in trouble this week as well. Anyway, We haven't talked about that yet. i got to finish my theory here. Okay. Go Fire Martin Schultz, Olaf Schultz comes, becomes head of the SPD. Yeah. He says, you know what? That whole thing about not being part of another grand coalition government, 
as Germany's been run by a grand coalition government for how many years yet now? Um, well, f- well, f- eight out of the last 12. Yeah. And then Schultz says, no, we're going to do that again, actually. And all of Germany breathes a sigh of relief because they hate change. We're right back to a grand coalition. Nothing changes. No new elections. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. It's on tape now. It's on tape. So if it happens, then you will be the winner. What are you going to get me? What do I get? Fucking coconut. I want, I want your couch. Can I have your couch? You can't have my couch. Right. You can have a couch. Okay, a coconut. I'll take the coconut. Two coconuts. Okay, do you want to hear my theory? Your theory, go ahead. I think um, what is going to happen is that we're going to have a Jamaica government. It's going to be really neoliberal. It's going to be much more right-wing. What do you mean a Jamaica? Can you explain this? It is going to be black, green, yellow. Like the Jamaican flag? <laughs> like the Jamaican flag. And uh, as according to... Uh, the flipping covers of all the German magazines this week with like people with like dreadlocks, like they've all been photoshopping dreadlocks on Angela Merkel all week. Basically, black facing. Yeah, they had. They did. Um, one of the papers did actually blackface Christian Lindner. Oh. You think I mean, they learned? This is where we are now. Yeah, this is the world we <laughs> live in. <laughs> this is where we live in. This is our We're lives still in now. Germany. We're still like we're still like they're still like excavating, but of course, you know they've you know still getting over World War Two. So you think it's going to end up Jamaica by November sixteenth? Angela Merkel yeah, said she wants it by November sixteenth. It's going to be really right wing, and I think that um, people Germany will get used to having a much more like right wing government. And then in the next general election, Merkel was going to retire. She's definitely going to retire. She wanted to retire anyway this time. Yeah. And then um, Jens fucking Spahn. Ugh. He is going to be the chancellor candidate for the CDU, and he will offer a coalition with the AFD. Dude, that guy is about half a step away from certain right-wing people. He used to be very popular. Yeah. To make a callback to earlier in the podcast, to 1933. That guy, yeah. that guy is like on, he's right there. Yeah. And he has been totally inspired by the Austrian election. Did he follow the Austrian oh, election? Oh, you know what? The thing is, he's like a, the Austrian election where pretty boy... Sebastian Kurz. Kurz got elected. He's 31. He's got very large ears. And Spahn has that same greasy, slick back hair. Yeah, and he's like, he's like oh yeah, you know, what we can do is uh, 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 we, can, we can make friends with the slightly less right-wing part of the AFD. We can become... And then we can we can become the we can and then we'll get like over fifty percent. That's what that that is what they'll offer. Conrad, I have, I have He's a question. Really dangerous. Jens Spahn is like is evil. He is an evil. It has to be said. This guy is twat. most famous for complaining that in some parts of Berlin, you you can't speak German. I mean, it's not that you can't. I mean, yeah. people aren't going to beat you up. The, the waiters and waitresses just don't speak German. You yeah. order in English. And he got that idea off next Berliner blog. He did not. He did. Julie Colthorpe's blog. Back. How do you know that was from her blog? He probably got it from that. I mean, she said that like five years ago or whatever. He can't even speak English. Why would he have read Julie Colthorpe's blog? Why are we name dropping a friend? It's just, like, just a thing, I think. Or you just want to get the ex-Berliner in there? No, I just, no. I just think that is the real thing that happened. No, I think that he like he it's just, it's a populist opinion, and he's a really good rabble rouser. Jens Spahn, he is the CDU populist, and so he says something like that, like oh the waiters should speak German more, 
and people go oh yeah yeah everyone in berlin is really liberal and they're really like they're 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 the elite and we should just kill them all and that was like berlin has become the enemy again you know and i think that jens spahn he can tap into that that's why he's so dangerous i think he's like i think uh, you know i i I see i see schwarz that's not good I didn't even no. think. I mean, I have to say, like, he came out of nowhere, and I see him now all the time, like in news. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's everywhere. Yeah, because he's like the next one, and he's and uh, and he they that's what they want. That's what these people want. Who are these people? You know, Germans. <laughs> You're German. Germans outside at the end of the at the end of the S-Bahn lines. These are beyond your, the end of the S-Bahn lines. These are your people, Berlin. Conrad. I know they're my people, but I think that that's what they want. They secretly don't feel that bad about the Holocaust and they secretly oh. want to, you know, they just want to get back to the good old days when there, were, when there were no English people in Berlin. Drives me nuts. It's a myth. There were no good old days. There's never been good old days. Yeah, well, talk to my grandmother. She Is she thought still alive? Was, yeah, she was all like, no, she's not. But she used, I remember when, she, when I was little, she used to be like, oh, you know, the, the, the least, uh, at least Hitler didn't, you know. At least Hitler didn't want because t- Hitler did pretty much. But the, like there was less, there was less unemployment under Hitler, you know. The, 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 the roads were straighter. Things would happen. I don't know why he's filming. There's somebody filming. There's another comedian filming us. I don't know why he's filming us. Um, yeah, no, that's what I mean. That's All right, listen, we've had a couple beers. Uh, the podcast is moving along. You wanted to talk about something super boring, so let's get it out of the way. Go. Okay, have you heard of the European Court of Justice? I know about the European Court of Justice. It's in Brussels. Right. No, Luxembourg. It's in Strasbourg, Luxembourg. It's in Luxembourg. I knew it was between here and Brussels. Yeah. And um, have you heard about um, the separation of church and state? Get a move on, Conrad. <laughs> You want to talk about the separation of church and state? Yeah. So in the Grundgesetz, which is the Constitution of Germany, yeah, there is a the 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 the, the German churches are protected. They're ring fenced a little bit by a certain part of the uh, uh, the, the 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 Grundgesetz, which says that the churches are allowed to do a Selbstverwaltung. They're allowed to administer themselves in all their own business. And the problem is, because we now have, uh, that means that they, when they employ someone in a church or a church, this is crucial, a church-associated organization like a kindergarten that is church-run, a, 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 the Caritas, all those charities that are all church-run. You know what I, this is true, you know what I learned this week? If you work for the Catholic Church and you, you get divorced, dem- you can, yeah. they fire you. Not only if you work for the Catholic Church, but if you work for a hospital that is paid for by the Catholic Church and you get divorced and marry again, they will fire you. This happened to, this happened to an actual doctor. Um, what if you're married to like a really horrible person? The Catholic Church does not recognize that you, you are evil. You're more evil than the evil person you married. Yeah, we can't get into okay, Catholic doctrine Okay, I'm sorry. So you, let's get now. back to your boring thing about... <laughs> so somebody challenged this law in the European Court of Justice. Is this the point? Yeah, someone sued, like the, the doctor sued and someone well, else sued. You were building up to this. I cut you off. You were telling a story. So, yeah, so someone sued. Someone, the, so this woman sued. She applied for a job as a consultant on an, uh, to the anti-racism convention of the United Nations for a Protestant church-run um, charity. 
Right. She was turned down, and she said it was because she is an atheist. She's like confessionslos. She's not a member that of the Protestant church. Protestants are usually the cool ones. They're yeah. usually okay with everything. Yeah. Like the Protestants don't have the quite the same um, uh, like Vorschrift and the regulations yeah. as the as the well, they're just like, do. But the point forgive is Forgive yourself. The, yeah. Okay, so they're at the court. What does the court say? The court has now got to decide, and the, 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 the court has, has said that the discrimination law of Germany has got to change. They've got to allow... Was this a ruling or was this a recommendation? This is a recommendation by the general advocate. So when does the ruling come down? Sometime in the future. You know, it occurs to me, there's a very cool ruling this week. What? An actual ruling that, that Germany's constitutional court said uh, they have to put a third gender on birth certificates yeah inter interdiverse yeah it's crazy intersex is there anywhere else where that happens well yeah it's somewhere in america isn't there some states in america there's definitely nowhere in america that you can put a third gender on a on a birth certificate are you sure no (laughs) (laughs) okay i done my research for this thing man (laughs) Why do you have to write any gender on a birth certificate anyway? Do you know what my new thing is? Every time you fill out a form online in Germany, you have to put Herr or Frau. Yeah. Who c- Dude, I just wanted a DSL connection. I think most, I think like you don't need that division at all. And then they make you feel bad about yourself because you know what else you got to put? Your title. Are you an engineer? Are you a doctor? Yeah. Where's your PhD? Nowhere. So I, I always, you know, the thing is, I always accidentally click on that, thinking it's Herr or the Frau, and then I get to see everything I'm not. Yeah, yeah. And then it says, like, you know, all the things you've not achieved in your life. Yeah, it, I think it does well from first. It goes, you are a loser. Just pick Herr. loser. Yeah. Just pick. Uh, yeah. I don't understand Herr why it doesn't. Loser. Just all you need to know is my name. Boom. And you can't say like, oh, it's an identifier because they usually ask you for your birth date. So now you really know who I am. What yeah, I have between my be legs. Another, there's not going to be a, a, somewhere like a Dr. Drew Portnoy. There certainly is not. I'll tell you what. <laughs> that is not going to happen. Somewhere else that you might get confused with. There have been a few female Drews in the world. The male Drew was first. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, for example. But that was that, that, was that she 70s. She wasn't a PhD, so it doesn't that was that. Uh, yeah, that was that 70s feminism, though, where they thought if you give a girl a man's name, they'll make her. I don't know. I don't know. I actually don't yeah. know why she has that name. Okay. So that's good. That's so that's good. good. So that's, that's, good. A, that's a good. That's a good. That would be a good topic for our podcast. If we do a proper one. <laughs> if we did a, we're doing a proper one. I think, yeah. I think doing a podcast in a back room of a bar after I've done a gig, I think that's pretty good. We should always do that. Yeah, yeah. We can. We just start doing this. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? So there's. Well, what do you What do you think about the separation of church and state? I'm all for it. Okay. But it's very complicated in Germany because it's not it's not so uh, clear cut. Because you know what else happened this week? What a um, the North Rhine Westphalia court said that a Muslim boy who was attending a church-run Catholic uh, school yeah. he had to go to the services, even though he was not Catholic. He was Muslim. What? He had to go to the the because it, even though it was a state school paid for by you and me taxpayers in Germany. He had to go to that um, Catholic service. The if a German mass. kid was going to a Muslim school, do you think they would make him go to mosque? Well, no, they there aren't any. Well, they wouldn't be, but, but that's partly because there aren't any Muslim schools in, in Germany. There are. Let's see. That's that's not true. There are not state-run ones. Really? 
Yeah. Do you know no. that as a fact? Yes. Why? Because I wrote about it this week. Oh. There aren't any state-run Muslim schools. Not state-operated. Okay. Like this, is a, this, is like, this is another thing. The, the, the churches have this privilege. Like this is the, and, and North Rhine-Westphalia is the last state where the there are still state-run church schools like all the other um, schools in the whole country are not church-run like but in North Rhine-Westphalia you still have Catholic um, schools that are state-funded and really Protestant all of schools. the Catholic churches here all the Catholic high schools here in Berlin are not state-funded they're private no they're private yeah they're paid for by the Catholic church wow yeah but this kid this Muslim boy he had to go to the mass even though his parents said well he's not Catholic so why should he have to go it was they weird said, if he wants to come here he's got to go so they they might have to send him to another school which is three kilometers away did you go did you go to gymnasium here did you go to German school did I yeah no well, I went Manchester to Manchester all the way I went to kindergarten in Munich when I was four did you get beat up in Manchester for being German no, I mean, I got had some people doing, like, Hitler walks in front of me. That's funny. I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of like, oh, Conrad, I hear you're German, watch this. <laughs> yeah. And did you give him tips? School, yeah. Do you, like, you know, the feet got to go above the knees. You got to get the right uh, foot yeah, above. Yeah, I was like, that nah, is not a proper goose step. Yeah. No, I had, like, people doing um, Hitler salutes, and that was, you know, that was all part of growing up in Manchester. In fact, though, I was lucky because there was another boy who was fully German. I'm only half German. He was, uh, there was another boy in my school who was fully German. So, and he had um, uh, ginger hair. Oh, so a ginger German. <laughs> the worst gi- kind. So, Actually, no, I don't get the ginger hair. So he thing, was like my, um, my, my, my sort of uh, Did you guys ever speak conductor. German with each other? My electric, you know, conductor. No, we didn't, no. But I did go to his church because he was the son of a pastor. And I went to his church. Creepy. No, it wasn't. Anyway, my point was, it was weird to me going to gymnasium that there were crucifixes on every, in every classroom. Oh, you went to a church, a school here? I went to go to a gymnasium here, yeah, for a year. Did you? Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. How old were you? I was 16. In Germany? In Germany. You did a year of gymnasium. I did. How come I don't know about this? Well, that's why I think the best place to divulge these things is on the podcast. This is like confession. Yeah. You're yep. really German then. You must have learned German really young. 16. Wow. Actually, when I was four, I took it in middle school in America. You have a whole year you did it in gymnasium? An entire, exactly. I was very proud of the fact that I got, I think it was August 23rd and I left on August 23rd. Yeah, but isn't in America, isn't it also a bit weird when you have to do the pledge? It's totally bizarre. I always never liked it. I never got it. To me, it was always like we were learning about Russia, about how they... The, the, they make you like this doctrine. They pound it into you with these weird rituals. Yeah. And then there we were doing the same thing. Did you do it every morning, the pledge? Or did you say, I pledge allegiance to the American Yeah, because you, you do it. It's like our podcast. You do it so often that you no longer think about it. <laughs> <laughs> You're on autopilot. Yeah, you just, you, you would just walk like, in. You knew you had to like hang up your coat. And then you had to find your desk. And then you said the pledge of allegiance. And then you started watching the clock for the time to go home. Okay. That w- every single morning. And there's a flag in every classroom. Every single morning. Has to be said, my kids, when we were in Portland the last two years, they only had to say the pledge once a week. Fridays, really? yeah. Oh, that's nice. Why Friday? Why not Monday? Why not the early part of the week? I don't ask enough questions, Conrad. Okay. Was Is Friday like no uniform day? We used to wear school uniforms. You guys had casual Friday in your... No, we had one day a year where you didn't have to wear a uniform. Uh-huh. Do you know how many days a year we had where you didn't have to wear a uniform? 
Every day. 365. <laughs> every. Never had that. I think we should just... Uh, I think it's petering out now. I think we Are should we watch some comedy. Is that what happened with my sets and I did a great 15 minutes and the last five minutes we're like, you should yeah. just go home. Yeah. We've outstayed our welcome. Well, we could keep talking until people stop listening. Well, I think they're already not listening. Yeah, maybe they've turned it off. Right? Kind of in that which case, it doesn't matter. Okay. Hey, Conrad. Yeah? Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.